Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast. Your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. All right, welcome into the Auburn Live show. Appreciate everybody for joining us. This is the Monday morning quarterback edition with former Auburn quarterback Ben Leard. Ben, what's up, man? It looks like you're driving. Got somewhere important to be. I am driving to an early morning appointment this morning. Nice. Um, everybody go to auburnlive.com, subscribe, 50% off, I believe, is, is where we're at right now still. So hop on there. A lot of football news, athletic director news. Um, basketball starts this week. So always a fun time to be a part of the uh, the community. <clears throat> All right, Ben. Um, uh, this is just yeah. uh, this is just getting repetitive. Um, you know, I mean, you thought – you thought Arkansas's defense was porous enough that you could you could you could hang in there and maybe maybe be a high scoring game. You knew Arkansas was going to score, but until the fourth quarter, I mean Auburn's offense was 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 very bad and couldn't move the ball and score points on on a very bad defense. Um, and uh, some late late fourth quarter touchdowns I think made the score more respectable, but that game was. Another blowout by a, a motivated Arkansas team and an Auburn team that just sort of is out there playing. I, I don't really see any. They're just kind of playing football, and there's no real end goal in sight to me. Yeah, it, it's uh, man, it's it's frustrating to watch. It's disappointing to watch. I mean, I I, I can't I can go on and on and on with the words, but you know, in all reality, yeah, you're exactly right. You know. From an offensive standpoint, it's just not there. Um, you know, I, in my opinion, you you need to absolutely wear down Tank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter. I do think Robbie Ashford is showing vast signs of improvement, but again, that's it's still not still not super great from an SEC perspective. The offensive line is still not playing well. Really, the only bright spot of the offensive line, in my opinion, is Jeremiah Wright. Um, he's a kid that I, I think you can build a you can build a top tier SEC offensive line around. He's just a he's just he's got some dog in him. And I, I as a as an old quarterback, I love to see that. Um, Cam Brown is a kid that to me has kind of evolved as the go to guy. Uh, they should target him more often than they are. But I'll tell you, Hope, that the area that the two areas that are most disappointing to me is the performance of Auburn's defense. And then most importantly, the continuous lack of execution in the third and fourth quarters. You, you were, you were, it was a 17 to 13 game 
you're getting the ball to start the second half. And really and truly, that's when that's when Arkansas blew the doors out. I mean, it, it just yeah. – there were – it was as if there are zero adjustments, zero correction, zero coaching, zero was addressed at halftime. And I fully understand, yeah, Arkansas is making adjustments too, but whatever. It's just the same old story that nothing's getting done at halftime. Nothing's getting done to put them in a position to win the game in the third and fourth quarter. I don't, I can't recall a single game this season, even Ole Miss, you know, you, you were making a valiant effort to get it within reach. Even Ole Miss, I think they were down 28 to 17 at the half. And, and, but momentum was tremendously on their side to close that second quarter. There was, there's not a game they have played this year at three and five that they haven't been in contention to start the third quarter. And, and of the five losses, it's been the, the, the errors and the, the lack of input, the lack of corrections, the lack of execution from a coaching standpoint, most importantly, has been egregious. And yeah. it's just, man, it's hard to watch. And I know it is a, it is a really, really tough position to be in as a player and, and all due respect to the, even the coaches. I mean, they're, I think everybody knows what's coming. Everybody knows what's going to happen. They do now. They absolutely do now. So you are in a difficult position within that building of the coaches, the coaches are auditioning for their next job. So they want to continue to coach, continue to continue to show that they can do the job that they will potentially be hired to do in 2023 at a different school. The players don't want to just roll over on each other. So it's just a it's a it's a really sad dynamic. And we were that way in 1998. You can ask the guys that were that way in 2012. It's it's a tough place to ble- place to be, man. It's kind of that kind of that purgatory situation where you know it's dead man walking, but you still have a little bit of pride about yourself. But it's such a fragile sense of pride. It's you are so fragile within your ability to get hyped about a game. Because the first thing that goes wrong, it's like, oh, well, here we go again. And that's all it takes. You know, you can fight and fight and fight and go toe-to-toe with whomever. But the first little bit of distance that that other team gets from you, it's just, it's Katie bar the door. And I I think that's where we are as an Auburn football team at this point. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'll applaud. It was a, it was an it was a no, it was a decent crowd, um, decent amount of lot a lot of empty seats in the in the uh, visitor upper deck. Um, but you know, overall, considering where this team is, decent home crowd. But what was lacking was um, there was no real energy. I mean, they were there. They were there because they they want to go to a football game. They they enjoy Auburn. They want to support the players. They like tailgating the experience. But once they got in the stadium, 
you know, it was, um, it was very much, uh, you know, the energy was just, it was not there. Um, well, I mean, fans, I just think it's more of a signal. It's, it's not their fault. I'm not saying anything against them. It's indicative of kind of just how people sort of feel about Auburn's chances of winning a football game right now. Well, the, the Auburn fans go to the game. You're exactly right. It's, it's same, same song, different dance, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it is. They're there. They enjoy the moment. They they want to show initial support for the kids. And I get. I mean, that's so only only reason I went. But unfortunately, you you can go into that game with a yeah. You've got orange and blue glasses on, and you're thinking with the with the utmost amount of positivity and and and. And, you know, really, really wanting for them to have an opportunity. None of none of the teams are having the type of seasons that we one we would have anticipated, and number two that that respective school anticipated as well. You look at Arkansas; they're not they've lost some games that they would have thought they would have won. Mississippi State the same way. You've got uh, Texas A&M, obviously, is in the absolute doldrums and, you know, spiraling out of control. So there is a glimmer of hope, but it's that's that's uh, that's Homer speak, unfortunately. Yeah. So for this team, it's uh, they've lost four in a row. Um if they lose at Mississippi State, it'll be the second consecutive season, the only two seasons under Ryan Harson, that, that that Auburn football will have gone through a five-game losing streak. That's what we're staring at um, on Saturday is, is the second straight year of a five-game losing streak. That doesn't happen in Auburn football, even the, even the really bad – I mean, it just – 2012, I guess, you know, well, you probably have a non-conference game thrown in there that might have broken that up, but um, it just doesn't happen. Even the bad teams in Auburn football, five games in a row, that's that's the sign of, um, I mean, that is just bad things. You can lose two, maybe three, but Auburn football, when you saw about losing five games in a row, two seasons in a row, that's um, it's, an it's inexcusable. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's um, it's hard to to put into words, man. It, it, after after so many of these games, we look up stats, and we're like, "Oh, when's the last time they did this?" The amount of times that we have pointed to 2012 has been astonishing. I mean, it's just, and it's no, I mean, it's been since the beginning of the season. It didn't matter what it is, whether it's you know whatever the stat is that goes negative against Auburn. You're like, well, "When's the last time they did that?" 2012, and uh, which was. Yep. At the time, I thought that was the worst football season in the history of Auburn football. I was like, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. 0-8 in the conference, just destroy. You give up 63 to A&M and in Jordan Hare that year and shut out against Georgia, shut out against Alabama. I was like, it, that can't get, it can't get any worse. Um, and this team is statistically doing some things that that team, that that team did. And I wonder about – see, now – I viewed the Arkansas game as a as a as a true 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 tipping point. Like 
They had to win that game if they if they wanted any chance of winning a bowl, uh, going to a bowl game. I thought, and I also thought after a bye week, playing a home game, if you can't pull that off, now I really worry about. If somebody asks me, hey, how about the locker room? I'm very worried about that now. I think they're going to play hard. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do think Harson's a decent motivator, but 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 in terms of their ability, and I wrote this at Auburn Live, in terms of do they believe they're playing for something bigger? Do they believe do they believe they're going to win three straight games and go to a bowl game? Do they even want to go to a bowl game? Um, I, I don't think I think he's lost them there. I think they'll play hard, but in terms of the the type of focus um, and thought process it takes to say, hey, we're playing for something. We're playing for next year. We're playing to get better. We're whatever it might be. I think he's I think he's lost them. I think they're going to play hard, but I think they're going to be. I think they're going through the motions. I think you're now you're running into the risk of them going through the motions um, to some degree, and then as soon as things start going bad. Um, you're just not going to have that that extra drive to go get the job done. Um, I eat if, if that makes sense. I, I just right. I think that's where you're at now. I think the coaches are probably going to, you know, it just you you really run the risk of the next few weeks of just being seriously just going through the motions and playing a football game. And maybe it's close, maybe it's a blowout, but with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's not really a lot of extra care there of trying to actually win the game because you're trying to do something big, win a championship or something. And man, as a and as a as a coach, I, I don't even know how you try and motivate the kids. I mean, I I'm at a loss of what what do you say to those young men at this point that you haven't already tried? I mean, yes, you can you know, you can try and drill down in on a on a you know, a Derek Hall or a Colby Wooden or, you know, a Tang. Say, man, I, you know, this is this is still an audition for you. This is still an opportunity for you to make yourself some money. But, you know, and that's true. It's very true. And those guys are not going to roll over on their teammates. But what do you what do you do with everybody else? What are you are you saying to them? Hey, we're going to find out what you're made of. Are you willing to support your brother? You know, give him an opportunity to to be successful. Like I said, I I do think Harson's a decent motivator. Like in the locker room, you know, he he can say sometimes the right things to to evoke a, a mentality of hard work. He can say the right things. I mean, listen to what I'm saying. He he can go in there and there's times where Harson can say the things and you're like, okay, I'm with that. Like, let's go work hard. Um, I think the question you run into is, do the players still believe or not? Um, and, and so will that pitch even work anymore? And and 
it's just, I think it's a really tough sell at this point. What were you saying, Ben? I think you were saying you just, how do you sell the guys now? I mean, how do you, how do you sell them on the, any type of vision other than do you love football? If you love football, then go play hard. That's, that's the only thing you have to put it on them because really anything past that's going to be tough. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cliche. It's, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to take it as reality. You know, you're, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just, it's what well, I'm sure it would not be received well from the, from the kids. If they, if the coaches all of a sudden start beating their chest and trying to, trying to make, make something different happen. You know, like, man, where, where was this a long time ago? But I, I just, I, I wouldn't, I really do. I, I have no idea where they go at this point. The young men, number one, when I so let's see. Auburn's got at Mississippi State. You got Texas A&M at home. Um, I'm, you know, I still, I think there, there's now the big question of, I think we're, I mean. I don't know if Brian Harson makes it through the season now. I mean, if the, these these kind of losses, the way the timeline's shaking out, um, you know, Auburn's trying to hire an athletic director right now. That'll probably happen this week, if not, you know, today or tomorrow. Um, and then I think they're going to move real quickly on assess the football program, make a decision. And I'm not sure that this thing's waiting until after the Iron Bowl. Um, I'm just not sure that's going to happen. Um, you know, there's the potential of we talked about how difficult it would be to to make the decision in a and then send the team into a game the, the very next week. But you have Western Kentucky. That's you know they're not bad, but at least it's not an SEC game. So maybe you make a move after A and M, um, going into Western Kentucky and and do it then, um, so that you don't do it at the very end of the season. You have like a month before the transfer portal opens, and that just becomes a real rush thing. Um, so it's well, and, and, but at the same time, hope all to me, all that depends on the, the timing of the head coach depends on the timing of this, this AD search or hiring an AD. Yeah. Um, it's I, gotta I, happen again, this week. I don't, you just, I just don't know. Yeah. The AD thing has got to happen this week. It just, ha- yeah. it just needs to happen. Um, and then I think we'll, uh, and then I think we'll see a change made. Um, and man, I'm telling you, Brian Harson is—he's uh, feeling it. He's feeling it. The press conference after that game was—it um, was very much like his Monday press conference after Penn State. It's very combative, very defensive. Um, and I get it. You know, he's frustrated at losing. Um, He's just kind of – he's a little too defensive. He, he's taking he, – there were some questions asked that were really fair questions. Nobody – there was no gotcha questions. And um, he just kind of immediately snapped back and was combative about it and, um, you know, kind of weird reactions, but reactions of somebody that clearly knows 
um, that he's on the way out and he's frustrated, frustrated about a lot of things um, and probably has some deep down, you know, frustration about how he was treated. Although the, the, the reporters, most of the reporters in that room were not the people that treated him like that. So, but it was very, it was a very telltale sign. I mean, just watching him took him an hour and 20 minutes to come to the podium after the football game, um, which is ridiculous. Um, well, and then, you know, and then to go an hour and 20 minutes and get up there and snap back at, at reporters is just like, it was kind of a bad look. It was a really bad look for him. Well, it's all right. Here's the deal. Well, I mean, you know, number one, it's disrespectful. Let's just go ahead and call a spade a spade. It's it's blatantly disrespectful. I mean, unless the dude was laying on a stretcher somewhere, you know, getting an IV or whatever the scenario was. But we all know that wasn't the case. He was slow playing the media. And, you know, and I and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'll 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 take responsibility for that. But and then to come in, to come into the postgame press conference and have the responses that he had. Like, for example, when one of the reporters asked about the defensive performance and he made the real slick comment of, you mean you're referring to when we weren't here and teams we didn't coach? Well, I would have hated to have seen the results of those teams if you had coached them. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I mean, it, so there's, I mean, it's tit for tat. I mean, you, you can come back with, with a comment and unfortunately, I think it's an unfortunate circumstance a lot of times between interviewers and interviewees that you guys are faced with the difficulty of not appearing unprofessional because you can get some half-witted, smirky, smart-ass response and you just got to, as a reporter, you got to bite your tongue. Right. You, you got to, I mean, you know, that was not, that was a disrespectful answer and it wasn't what your angle was. Or on the flip side, whoever it is that's getting interviewed is faced with not being able to, not, not a, the ability to try not and show their tail, right? The, uh, me on the up and up and answer the question, but these types of scenarios don't necessarily lend themselves to the, to the, most productive outcomes no <clears throat> all right so they got mississippi state this weekend uh tough matchup it's gonna be a tough game mississippi state obviously can score points so you, it's gonna be hard to think mississippi auburn can hang in there and score enough points to to win this game um where do you go from here what's your what's your feeling i guess i mean it's almost like another week of well support the players support the team hope for the best i mean it's um or it's it's more of the same. I mean, yeah. look, it's we're Auburn is still Auburn. They're still wearing those uniforms. So, you know, from a player's perspective, folks need to continue to support them. Know that, you know, there's there's hopefully better and more to come. Um, and you can't just you can't just derail your support at at this point because Unfortunately, if you derail your support at this point, it will be years of of continuous, you know, rebound. And so stay the course, you know, 
keep the mission in, you know, keep keep the mission statement going the way it needs to go. And 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 things will things will turn around. I mean, Auburn's gonna hire an AD, they're gonna, you know, the the thought and belief is they're gonna have a new coaching staff and and I've got my opinion on who I would prefer that to be. But it is what it is. Um but Auburn Auburn fans and alumni and and folks that pull for these young men need to continue doing so. Um, you, you still love them. You still love Auburn. And win, lose, or draw, you're still, you know, it's still the Auburn family. So going into Starkville as a 12-point dog is is kind of unheard of. Uh, it's a difficult team. I don't I don't foresee them being able to keep up from a scoring perspective, which again is going to be a disappointing outcome. And then you have a tremendously talented Texas A&M Texas team coming to coming to Auburn and that is unfortunately their record doesn't necessarily indicate their talent level um, so that will you can kind of have an understanding of what to predict there but you just never know so I, I just I don't know man I, I, I do not know what what to expect other than expect more L's and that's that's a sad state of affairs yeah well you know obviously if they uh understand that they're probably not going to win at alabama uh, these next three games is their only shot the next time they lose you can scratch off a bowl game um which doesn't mean a whole lot for the players it'd be nice um but but then you know look i don't even know how much they want to be there so um it's just the sad state of the season all right man well it looks like you're there you got important things to do um We'll come back next week. We'll talk about uh, maybe talk about an AD hire. Um, talk about a game at Mississippi State. We'll see how things are going there. Um, maybe uh, maybe a little basketball. I like maybe. it. Let's do it. All right. Appreciate everybody joining us. AuburnLive.com. Go subscribe. We greatly appreciate it for Ben and myself. We'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.